Boy, I feel much better. Damn, that was a top 10 dump of my life. That bathroom needs a plumber and a priest now. Well, well what? What happened next? Well, I'm guessing someone else walked in there and choked to death on the smell. <laughs> Not the toilet. I'm talking about the story. Dale and Brenda at the racetrack. Dale was streaking it, almost got killed. Did he stop the race in time? Is the tire gonna kill the little girl before she grows up to have a baby on Mars? Oh yeah, yeah, relax, kid. Hmm. Now where was I? Dale sees the Preparation H97 car headed right for him at full speed. And then it starts to wobble. The rat front tire flies off and the car starts to spin. Dale leaps straight up in the air as Joe Don spins right at him. The car goes right underneath Dale's butt. Dale lands on his feet and turns around to watch the cursed rat tire skipping down the track right toward the stands. No! tire smashes harmlessly into the protective fence and falls down to the track. Yes! You're welcome, Emily! Hold up. Really, dude? Seriously? You couldn't have just told me that before you stopped? Son, when a man's got a shit, a man's got a shit. Now, can I finish the story or you just want to fucking walk from here? Go ahead. My bad. Thank you very goddamn much. Shit. Yes! You're welcome, Emily! She didn't hear him. Nobody could hear him. But Dale, he could hear the sirens as the police cars entered the track and started heading his way. Dale ran down the track toward the howling, adoring fans on the other side of the infield fence. He leapt like a gazelle, high as a Georgia pine from all that coke, meth, and zozo nimbo. He landed halfway up the 20-foot fence. Meanwhile, in New York City, at the Solomon Tower, the sweater meets with one of his mad scientists in his conference room. Doctor, my time is very valuable, so don't waste it. What do you have for me? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, we've taken the original formula that has worked so well on your head of security, uh, Mr. Neckbeard, and metabolized it and created a new fast-acting version that can either be dispersed in an aerosol spray or in a mass-produced beverage, as we discussed before. And is it as effective as I asked for? Uh, absolutely, sir. And then much, much more. In fact, we've seen off-the-charts leaps in aggression and suggestibility in test subjects in as fast as 90 seconds. How soon will you be ready for mass production? I think we could have enough for 100,000 people in approximately 10. The door bust open immediately. It's Neckbeard. Sir, you need to see this immediately. What is it? Neckbeard grabs a remote and turns on live coverage of the Freedom 400 on the TV wall. It's him. Uh, and now this shirtless man has uh, climbed up to the top of the infield fence. Uh, police have rushed to the scene. Um, as you can see, he's all the way up at the top of the interior of the track fence. And uh, yeah, this fool, he's going to jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did it. He did it. He jumped. Uh, he has jumped straight down at least 25 feet, uh, straight down into the crowd here in the infield. Is Luther ready? 
He's already been deployed. We'll be in the area in less than an hour. Excellent. Keep me updated. Of course. Any progress with the father? He's a tough old man. Hasn't given us anything yet. But he's been moved to Granite Mountain, and I'm headed there now to crack him myself. I expect results. Do not disappoint me again. Dale plummets from the fence, right through the arms of the drunken infield hoi polloi, flat on his back in the trampled mud. He leaps up to his feet, completely surrounded by hundreds of screaming rednecks and trailer trash, bombarded by a cacophony of conflicting voices. That was fucking awesome! Are you fucking crazy, man? Holy shit, that was amazing! You asshole! You ruined Joe Don's race! Show me your dick! Dale is still riding quite a high, and with his heightened senses, he can see through the sea of faces that a bunch of cops are pushing toward him in the crowd. He sees that familiar row of porta potties, instantly does the calculations in his mind, and heads right toward them. Move, fuckers! Dale bounds through the mass of humanity like a hot knife through butter, climbs up to the top of the porta potties, and looks down to see a dozen or more cops closing in on him. He sprints along the top of the long row of blue toilets. We're talking at least 60 yards, much to the delight of the crowd. He gets to the end and leaps right down in the herd. Dale stands tall, the crowd making a semicircle around him in awe. A chant begins to grow. Shirtless man, shirtless man, shirtless man, shirtless man, shirtless man. Hey! Shut the fuck up! I need your help! The crowd bunches up around him, hiding Dale from the TV cameras and the cops. He scurries along the ground underneath them, right toward the pit area. And then something cool happened. Everybody took their shirts off. Dale picks up a shirt and a hat from the ground, puts them on, and pops up on the edge of the crowd. He smoothly blends in, trying to play it cool. And then two cops run right up on him. And run right past him, tackling a different shirtless guy. Dale hears a familiar voice. Get your fucking hands off me, Jack. That bitch had it coming. Shut up, twat. You're going to get me fired for giving you those passes. Dale runs around the corner and Superman punches Jack right to sleep. Dale, you did it. And you came back for me. Oh, you know it, baby. Wait, was this the guy who, uh, you know? Uh, yeah. Dale kicks him real hard three more times. Oh, baby, you were jealous. Maybe a little. That's so sweet. If we get out of here, I'm going to fuck you to pieces. Let's get moving. Follow me. I have an idea. Sirens are going off everywhere as Dale and Brenda weave their way through race team trailers and campers in the pits. They both frantically try opening every door, but they're all locked. Shit! Keep trying, Dale. We'll find one that's open. 
Dale looks under a trailer and sees what he clearly recognizes as a bunch of cop legs. Shh, they're right there. Fuck. The cops are coming around the corner, but Brenda gets a door open and pulls Dale inside just in the nick of time. They sit quietly and hear the cops pass by and leave. Brenda turns on a light to discover that they're in the Boone's Farm 81 Cars Equipment trailer. Here, Dale, put this on. She hands him a pit crew fire suit and a helmet and grabs one for herself. It has been an incredible night here at the Daytona Motor Speedway, ladies and gentlemen, and I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. In case you missed it, a shirtless maniac streaked the track during lap 101 and completely interrupted the Freedom 400. He narrowly avoided getting killed by three cars, including the race leader, Joe Don Landry. He somehow escaped police and climbed the fence into the infield crowd. I've been hearing reports that police captured him and other conflicting reports that the crowd helped him get away. But one thing is certain, the rest of today's race has been canceled. Ladies and gentlemen, by order of the police, the remainder of today's race has been canceled. Please leave the stands in an orderly fashion and make your way to the exits. We apologize for any inconvenience and hope you return to the Daytona Motor Speedway in the future. Dale and Brenda melt into the crowd, leaving the pit areas, wearing their fire suits and helmets. Be cool, baby, be cool. I'm cool, Dale, but I'm still high as a kite. Yeah, me too, me too. But we're almost to the parking lot. Keep it together and I'll boost us a car and we'll get the hell out of here. Oh my God, this was funner than hell. So this is what you guys do all the time? This has been the nuttiest mission yes, so far, but uh, basically, yeah. She takes Dale's hand in hers and pulls him in tight. My hero. Couldn't have done it without you, baby. A few yards behind them in the crowd, a father holds hands with his daughter. So, Emily, did you have a good time? It was better than I thought. So, yeah, I had fun. Think maybe you want to go to another race with Daddy? No, thank you. Can't wait to see NASA tomorrow, though. The shirtless man will return after this brief message. Dale and Brenda drive down a dark road in a stolen station wagon, getting close to his trailer on the beach. Baby, stop at that store real quick. I need a pack of smokes. All right, but uh, don't fuck around. We gotta go. He pulls into the old country store parking lot, parks at the pumps. Brenda hops out, turns back to Dale. You need anything? Uh, I'm good. Well, keep it running. I ain't got no cash. You still feeling it from that speed? I'm about to jump out of my skin. Nah, baby, I'm crashing. Oh, hang in there, baby. I'm on, we're almost home. Be right back. She skips toward the store, being watched by a figure in the darkness. 
After the pills have worn all the way off, Dale slumps down in his seat and rests his head on the steering wheel, completely exhausted. Out of the shadows, a man starts walking toward the car. Well, half man, half machine. It's Luther, at least what remains of him. He has a robotic arm and leg, and he's ready for revenge. Dale doesn't even notice Luther standing right outside his window. Wakey, wakey, motherfucker! Dale looks up just in time to see Luther grab the driver's side door with his robo-arm and rip it off the hinges. Luther reaches in, pulls Dale out by his fire suit, and smashes him headfirst into the gas pump. Dale crumples to the ground. <laughs> Look at you now. Any last words, bitch? Dale leans up on his elbows in a daze. Hi, Luther. Long time no see. How's your ass? <laughs> oh, you got jokes, huh? Let's see how funny you are after I get done. I see you aren't wearing your chain anymore. Why not? Couldn't clean the dookie out of it? <laughs> time to die. Time? How do you know what time it is? I shoved your watch up your ass, too. Did they get it out, or do you still feel it ticking inside you? Say goodnight, Dale. Good night, Dale. Luther stands right over him, raises his robo-leg up, preparing to stomp Dale into oblivion. Purr! Luther freezes. His eyes roll back in his head, and he falls straight backward. Brenda stands there holding a tire iron in both hands. Nobody fucks with my man. And then she went fucking berserk. She was swinging that tire iron wildly all over Luther, crushing just about every part of his body. Baby, baby, stop. Woo! That's enough. Game over, motherfucker. He's done. Stop. Brenda, we got we to gotta get the fuck out of here. She drops the tire iron on the ground, spits on Luther, and helps Dale get in the car. Oh, shit, Dale. Are you okay? I saw him get the drop on you, and I lost my shit. That's all. I'll be good. I'll be good. They'll fix me up, okay? Just drive. Just drive. She hits the gas. They peel out, kicking dust and gravel into Luther's face. Luther's bionic arm reaches out after him grabs at the ground, pulls his lump of a broken body in a lurch, and then he powers down. The seer and Poonsack stand next to the chopper on the dunes, once again looking down the road anxiously for Dale's arrival. Things are about to get real interesting, old friend. The stolen station wagon bounds around the corner and bogs down in the sand. Dale says to Brenda, Wait here for a second, baby. Let me see what's up. Dale limps out of the car and walks up to the seer in Poonsack. Brenda lights up a smoke and waits by the trailer. Hey, dudes. Crazy day, right? Dale spits a mouthful of blood in the sand. (laughs) 
Are you okay, Dale? That fucking Luther just jumped us at the store. He's like half a goddamn Terminator now. I'd be dead if it wasn't for Brenda knocking him the fuck out with a tire iron. Poonsack hands him a few pills and Dale chews them up immediately. Yeah, thank you, Poonie. Oh, that fucking hurts. Well, we were very fortunate that she was with you. She'll be rewarded handsomely for that. But Dale, it's time to go, so you need to say goodbye to your friend. Uh-uh, no fucking way, William. She's coming with me. <laughs> I understand how you feel, but it's not safe for her. Uh, didn't you see what happened today? Uh, dude, if it wasn't for Brenda, I wouldn't have accomplished that mission. And she just saved my life ten minutes ago. I understand you have formed quite a bond with her in a very short period of time. But it's just not part of our plan. Yeah, well, the fucking plan has changed. Dale, calm down and think. How much do you really know about her? I know enough. And let me make this real simple for you. Either she comes with me, or I fucking quit. The seer and Poonsack look at each other for a second. Okay, Dale. Okay. Brenda can come with us. For now. Yeah, well, I wasn't really asking. I was telling. Load up in the trailer. We're taking off. Dale mutters and limps away. The seer and Poonsack smile at each other. <laughs> well, at least now we know which timeline we're on. Oh, we have a lot of preparations to do now. Oh, I'm going to miss my house. Dale walks back up to Brenda. She takes a drag off her smoke and flicks the butt. So, uh, this is goodbye, huh? What are you talking about? Come on, Dale. I've done this before. Just fucking say it. Say what? That you're leaving? I'm a big girl. I can handle it. Dale grabs her by the waist and shuts Brenda up with a deep kiss. <laughs> you talk too fucking much. Dale walks to the door of the trailer. Wait, what? Are you coming or not? Well, not yet, baby, but I'll be coming as soon as we get these clothes off. Good. Let's go save the world together. The seer and Poonsack jump in the chopper. It attaches to Dale's trailer, lifts it up off the beach, and heads off out to sea. So, Poonsack, my old friend, it has begun. My brother and his forces know what we're up to, and I expect them to strike us and to step up their efforts immediately. But we've been preparing for this for years. But what really matters is that our shirtless man has met the Florida woman. And if the prophecy holds up, nothing can stop us now. Poonsack gives him a thumbs up. The chopper starts rocking. Emergency buzzers going off in the cockpit. Pilot! Pilot! What is that? Is it turbulence? Uh, not exactly, sir. In the trailer dangling below the chopper, garbage and furniture fly all around while Brenda rides on Dale's dick like a bull rider. Oh, fuck yeah, baby! Oh, God, God yes! Shit. 
shit, me too. Oh. As the shirtless man and the Florida woman orgasm together, they fly off into the horizon of a glowing orange sunrise. All right, buddy, we're there. We're at the coast by morning, just like I promised you. Thanks for the ride, man. And that story you told was fucking awesome, too. My pleasure. You know, there's a lot more to it if you wanted to hear it. I better get going, uh, but I appreciate it. Hey, kid, look, I don't know which way you're headed next, but I'm going up to Seattle after breakfast if you wanted to ride along with me. Honestly, man, I'm not sure which way I am going yet. Well, let's grab a bite, and then you can decide. Fair? My treat. Works for me, man. I'm starving. Uh, By the way, I just realized we never properly introduced ourselves. Uh, My name is Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, I know. You do? Yeah, Eddie, I'm going to be real honest with you here, and don't get scared or freak out or nothing, but... I didn't pick you up by accident. Uh, What are you talking about? Well, allow me to introduce myself. I'm the man you've been looking for. My name is Dale. And I'm your father. 